Enlighten Me, the podcast everyone is talking about with your host, Julian, where wisdom, knowledge, and experience meet the public. This is your host, Julian, on Enlighten Me. It's a video podcast, so for those who are listening, definitely check out the YouTube. Um, it's been a while, but keeping it going. Before we get started, if you want to just give me a shout out or a review, definitely you can hit me up on Apple, Amazon, Google, Spotify, and a couple others now, especially YouTube. Please subscribe, share, and tell your friends. If you want to get a hold of me, go ahead and email me at enlightenmejulian at gmail.com. Five stars or 4.7 on uh, Spotify. Everybody else is five. Things are growing. Order some new equipment, so thank you for subscribing. You can subscribe for $1.99 a month, $5.99, and $9.99. All those proceeds go straight to my equipment, so it's growing. So I appreciate it. And before we get started, we have a guest on Enlighten Me. Can you please uh, enlighten everybody on who you are? Yes, yes. My name is Destiny Coleman. I am 27 years old, based out of Houston, Texas, originally from the Tampa Bay area in Florida. And I work in the federal IT division as well as the film production. Well, thank you, Destiny. I appreciate you coming on here. So y'all already know what the subject is. I have a hard time looking at the laptop and the camera work with me, but uh, we'll do dating trends first. What do you think the top dating trend is besides, of course, uh, dating apps? What do you think that is? Uh, I think the top dating trend right now, and I had to look up an actual word for this, but it's called ethical sexploration. So that's the non-monogamous way of dating open dating, you know, approaching sex and intimacy and dating in an open, exploratory way, allowing people to do what really? they want and please whenever they want and please. I think that's the Because I know, I know that, um, I guess these new, this new dating eras, ever since COVID, mm -hmm. they were looking at dating more healthy, which was, well, dry dating, they call it. Dry dating. Dry dating. Yeah, no alcohol. So I guess, uh, no alcohol. I guess they still having sex, so. Yeah, I mean, I think some people do it. I, I don't know people who do dry dating, but I feel like I get a lot of the ethical exploration form of dating, especially in the Houston area. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's probably, probably wild and crazy out there. Now, some other um, dating trends I've heard of, they have what it's called, what, infla dating? I don't know if you've heard of it, but apparently with the pandemic, they want to try to do less expensive, more budget-friendly dates. I don't know how women feel that. about that, but, you know, that's well, the thing. How do you feel about that? I don't mind. I think it's more about the connection. I think it's more yeah. about, you know, uh, who the person is on the inside, because I want your time. So That's fair. So your first date, could it be a walk in the park? Yes. Or? At a coffee shop okay. or a bookstore. I think it's cute because I've never been on a first date like that. Okay, but not the what's that place called? It's expensive as hell. Expensive place, like eighty dollar plates with like two bites of food, right. nothing like that. Yeah, I always go on dates like that. So the walk in the park would be nice. Oh, you always go on dates yeah. like that. Yeah. So, and I, I wouldn't mind okay. trying infladating. So. Okay. Um. What about? Have you ever taken a guy on a date? Have you ever done that? Yes. 
I will admit the first date you're taking a guy on a date. No, typically it's probably a guy that I'm dating and I'm taking him on a date just because or to congratulate him or it's his birthday or, you know, I just feel like being a giving person. But on a first date, no, I haven't. Have you ever ghosted anybody? Yes. Okay, do tell. Please do. Drink to this. I feel like I have ghosted people back when I was younger. Um, Believe it or not, I don't date as much. But I think back then, instead of confronting the way I felt, instead of being honest or communicating, I was no longer interested or I had something else going on. It was just easy to ghost him. And I'll be honest about that. So I've, I've ghosted before in the past. In the past, so like years ago. Yes, years ago. Okay, yeah, I know it's it's not as well. I guess I don't know. It's not as prevalent as now, but I guess the younger generation is doing all that. Cause I'm 33. Birthday was May 3rd. Thank y'all for the happy belated birthday wishes. Um, I don't think I never ghosted anybody, but I became nonchalant until they left. I'll admit it. And men do that. Oh. Yes. Yeah. You have that happen to you? Bro? Yeah. So. And you stuck around trying to make it work while he was just would they ever? Uh, the old me. Yes, I have. But I think that's an easy way for men to get out without having to be the bad guy and ghost or, you know, be honest about what you really want. It's just another form of ghosting, in my opinion. Yeah, it is. I mean, a lot of people just rather be the victim, play the victim role. So it's like, oh, they left me. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy, but I guess that's what happens. So, so they feel better about play themselves. Play the victim. They truly left. Yeah. Yeah. I've never done that. I'll tell you straight up. Besides when I used to be nonchalant. Right. I just stop caring. What about, what was it? Catfishing. You ever been catfished? No, I've never been catfished. <laughs> I know a lot of men receive that issue. So I don't, I'm not even on dating apps anymore, by the way. I feel like the type of man that I want to date is not on that app. Or he's in the church, right? At church, in the gym, in the airport. You know, he's not on the app. In the airport? Maybe, maybe he's traveling. Maybe he's on work for business. I don't know. But I'm I'm in the airport all the time. So it's like maybe he's in the airport. Um, but no, I've never been catfished. I do get a lot of, you know, well, let me FaceTime you. Let me call you. I need to see you because they've been catfished so much. They don't believe I am who I am. Damn. Yeah. I, I got sort of catfish. I think it's called kitten fishing. Kitten fish? Were they older or fatter? Oh, she was obese. Obese. She was like, yeah, on some of my podcasts I told people, but she was about three of me. You know, it's a, it's a wild story. Unless you want me to get into it, I don't know. I mean, if you want to get into it, you don't like them a little thicker? Uh, thicker wasn't the word. Trying to be nice. I wouldn't be able to pick her up. But um, it was it was interesting. She just she was a cosmetologist. You know, they always keep a up, high upkeep. Mm-hmm. Creme de la creme. So I was like, all right, cool. But she, I was like, yeah, you know, send me a picture. I think we were talking for like three or four weeks before we met up or something like that. I know a long time. Mm-hmm. And then she sent it so perfect with the lighting and the angles and then everything. I don't know mm-hmm. what happened. I think she Photoshopped yeah. it. So what? It's all about the angles. Oh, <laughs> and the lighting and all that craziness. And she's a cosmetologist. So she, she was on point. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. So I met up with her, white chick, you know, and did everything. And then I turned the corner and I was like, oh, 
And my boy was like, what's wrong? And I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. What I see is not what I think I'm seeing. And then he's like, what? And then he looked. He's like, oh, damn. So I was like, all right, what do I do? So I was like, man, I can't be an asshole. So I turned the corner and she's gone. And when she's gone, I'm like, let me call her. So I call her and she's on the phone acting like, you don't want to talk to me. You don't want to see me. And in my head, I'm like, you're absolutely right. But I'm not an asshole. Right. And I can't be this person you'll remember for the rest of your life as an asshole. So, you know, I met up with her. It was a good time. We ate dinner. We just never talked again after that. Mm. Definitely not. Deleted her number while we were eating. But that's that's just. <laughs> I mean, you're nice. If, if if I were to ever get catfished, I would leave right then and there because you lied to me. And this is not, you didn't even oh, yeah. give me that choice to make. So, no, I would leave. Oh, damn. But I uh, take that back because I'm a woman and people are crazy. So, I would have to leave without him knowing. I don't know. It depends on if he, like, knows too much information about me. If he knows, like, where I work or he should know where I live. It just depends. So you told men where you work at? No, because I work from home. But I, I was just maybe mm. like if they saw me drive up. I don't know. I just don't want them to like get mad and follow me home or something. That's crazy because I hear that a lot. And I think it happened to my niece. So I was ready to load up and lock lock and load and mm -hmm. find my mans. But yeah, I guess men shouting out the window or at the gas station, you don't pay them no mind. They start, they turn around, start yelling derogative things, get out the car, yeah, act crazy. You gotta be careful. Ladies get a gun. Yeah. You got yeah. I have a gun. I have a nine millimeter. Oh, you oh you strapped yes. out here. Texas open okay. carry. Yeah, that's right. That's yes. right. That's right. Rules, different rules for here. Um, okay. but we talked about ghosting. Then you have what swiping left. Um, what is that? You know, swiping left. Is, I feel like you go ahead and like dismiss someone romantically, um, and like less than mm. the time it takes to sneeze. You know, which we'll probably get on another topic later on in our conversation about dating apps and social media, you know. Um, and then you have, oh. what, cookie jarring? I had to look that one up. Cookie You've jarring. heard of that? Yeah. Keeping yeah. someone as a back. Wing, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So supposedly, supposedly more women have a backup plan, even in a relationship or marriage. 89 is a high percentage. Yeah. I think it's over 90, actually. Yeah, I, I can see yeah. that. Yeah, I can see that. And sometimes it's not intentional because, you know, we develop, you know. Not intentional. We know what we're doing. I, I'm not speaking for me. I'm just speaking for what I've heard. But. No, do tell. Spill, spill all the tea or whatever. Well, I mean, you know, I haven't been in a relationship in a long time. So it, it can't come for me. This is based off what I've heard. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, you develop these friendships with men and you're, you're, you're developing that bond and women are falling in love sometimes unintentionally with these men and building these backup or these guy friends or um because you know we're not physical um i feel like once we give our minds then we give our body but it, it starts off with the small things so your work husbands is that what's going on here i don't have a work husband so have you had a you ever had a work husband? no good do you think that's more of that's where that work husband whole conundrum derived from? I feel like it can. It could. That's fair. You know, I think because I'm attracted to African American men and the type of industry I work in, they're not there. I don't get a work husband. So yeah, I'm not attracted to what's there in the office. So I can't relate so, to work husbands. 
how, when your younger years, have you ever had been in a relationship and then you started developing feelings for somebody else? Yes. But that's because, Ooh, how did that happen? That's because I wasn't getting what I needed from that current relationship. And I think that's how women cheat. But I will say back then I was a little bit more immature in the way I handled things. And it was not, it, it wasn't nice or pretty the way I did it. Um, but I was hurt, you know, lied to. And I think I mentally checked out, but I wanted him to mm. feel the pain before I left. So instead of being an adult about it and just walking away, um, you know, I decided to stay in there and, you know, make him suffer before I left. So. I mean, we are young sometimes, so. Yeah. But enough about my so drama. Would you... What were you going <laughs> to ask? You... I'll say, would you, would you be open to making new friends while you're in a relationship? Male friends? Yes. No. That's fair. Nope. Good. That's the right answer, I think. Nope, not at all. I don't. Yeah, I don't play that. I don't even play with like female friends. That with my significant other or future husband, that's a no go. So Good. now we can develop like mutual married friends, and we all go out. Yeah. But there will be yeah. no you alone with another female. Uh, yeah, but if the mutual married friend, if Ben keep talking about you at the party, I'm jealous type of dude. Sometimes exactly. Ben gonna get knocked out. But uh, so supposedly 79% of people say it's harder to find the relationship than it is the right job. Would you say, would you agree? I agree. And I'm one of those people. What, what was the percentage? 70, 79. 79%. Yeah. It's, it's very difficult. And I, I, I'm qualified so I can get jobs like that. Um, but yeah. it's, it's very difficult out here. And I think it, media plays a part. Um, this hookup culture we're in plays a part. Um, I feel like I'm not about to pronounce this word right, but ambu ambiguity plays a part. Um, yeah, it, it plays a part. Because I feel like, you know, before when things were simple, without all the media and options, things are just black and white. Either you're together or you're not. I feel like today there are multiple shades of gray that exist. Um, but I feel like as long as both parties are aware and they agree, who is anyone to dispute that, you know? So I feel like race, relationships can, today can look however they want and the ability to have sexual relationships outside of monogamy has accelerated that idea and given men and women the go in the past. And I think that's a big issue today. Yeah, touching on the dating apps, everything's so almost instant. It's like ordering a pizza. Almost. Yep. You can actually, I've had, when I was on a, what was that on? I didn't know Tinder was a sex ad back then anyway, but I was on Tinder. I think a girl hit me up at like 1120. Come through. I'm just like, what? It's 1120. I got to work in like like six hours or something like that. And it's just instant. I'm just like, okay. And then later on down the road, I found out Tinder is more of a sex app or whatever. So it's like, I don't even need to try. Right. It's just ordered and delivered almost by swiping. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, we have access to too many people without even leaving the comfort of our homes. Yeah, and that's a huge thing. I think they say Instagram actually is the biggest dating app now. I'm sure. Else. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know Sign Facebook had a dating portion to it. Uh, my coworker yeah, met does. her like current boyfriend or fiance on through Facebook. I didn't even know it was a dating app on there. 
So. Yeah, these dating apps just, I don't know. I think people get so used to it. It becomes habitual mindset of, I can just do whatever I want, whenever I want. Mm -hmm. And some people actually get on there just to see if they can match with people and don't even want to meet. I mean, yeah. whatever, I guess. Yeah. I guess. But I know a lot of things, a lot of relationships, a lot of the younger generation are going towards non-monogamy type relationships. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? And I, uh, I feel like one woman's enough, honestly. Like that's that's a that's a headache. Well, that's, that sounds good. Yeah, I used to. All right, so I used to be a player, but that that was back in the day when I had time and energy. Now I just trying to you know build my platform and grow as a man. Mm -hmm. But I think yeah, I've had I've had women. One woman, she wanted me to propose to her, get her a ring, and be in a non-monogamous relationship. I just was confused because mm -hmm. definitely wouldn't spend any money on that or even do it. So, right. but. Nah. What about you? How I feel about it? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't agree with it. Um, and that makes dating hard today, too, because you have to be so specific in the questions that you ask when dating. Like, do you want an open oh, yeah. relationship? Do you want monogamous? What's your definition of monogamy? Like, you really have to ask these questions. It's no longer girl dates boy, boy dates girl. You fall in love, you get married, you have kids, and it's just you two. There are so many, like, moving factors um, and it just made dating so complicated today. So it, it does. It really does. And people will try to cut corners. I never experienced it, but people will try to cut corners saying, well, you didn't say this. Well, neither did my backhand, right. but you know, it, you gotta be, like you said, you gotta be so detail oriented that it's crazy. Mm -hmm. And I don't know which way the dating era is going to sway, but it doesn't look good. It doesn't. Um, but I think media outside of social apps has a lot to play with it because I feel like our expectations are higher today because we are flooded with images of what perfect love looks like from TV, film, advertisement, and of course, social media. And we expect perfection. And when we don't fi find it, we move on quickly. And that's what's making dating harder because it's common for us to look for what's wrong with someone instead of focusing on what's right. And we expect no, an intense spark to be there from the start. And if it's not, we check out and look for someone else. And because we feel it's easy to meet someone, um, thanks to modern technology, it just makes it easy. And now everyone's disposable. And I feel like having fun has become more and more important in today's culture. So after, you know, that initial spark wears off and that routine sets in, we become frustrated, bored, and we want to experience that spark again. Hence why people cheat, move on. And I feel like many people would rather start fresh than fully dive into the phases of love and the heartache and the, yeah. you know, what it takes to get yeah. through. So. Exactly. Nobody wants to, the uncomfortable conversation. That's what helps the relationship grow. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to put in work. Nobody wants to be upset. Nobody, everybody wants to be, have them, their abilities and attributes agreed upon, even though it's not right or something weird. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's like, no. You're going to have uncomfortable conversation. You're going to be angry. You're going to be sad. You're going to be happy. All that is normal. Yep. Like there's no relationship that doesn't go through that. And like I said, as soon as somebody experiences even the hint of it, they're ready to leave or cheat or be like play the victim or become nonchalant. It's crazy. Yep. You got problems. Definitely got problems. Mm. And I, that's why I tell people when, um, when they hit me up for advice, I'm like, take a step back. Or I'm like, hey, weren't you just in a relationship when they hit me up? And they're like, yeah, but I found somebody else. I'm like, no, 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 take a step back because right. you're, you're mourning because 
some breakups and divorces can be almost as if uh, a death in the family. Mm-hmm. You can mourn like that. Yeah. And I always tell them, take a, take a second to relax, revamp, and refocus, and then go back out there. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And this era, I don't know. I know a lot of men now <laughs> did a podcast on passport bros. They're trying to find international. <laughs> you heard of it? Yeah, you heard of them, the passport mm-hmm. bros. How, what are your thoughts on uh, them? Because I know that's trending. Uh, it's your preference. I don't have any yeah. type of issue with it. Um, although my preference is the black man, you know, if the right one comes along and he's, you know, Ethiopian or whatever, you know, I might just be open to it. So it goes both ways. I have nothing against it. Now, some of their yeah. reasons behind it, I may not agree with, um, <laughs> but, you know, everyone. Yeah, I know it's submissive wife and stuff like that. Or Yeah. Yeah, cooperation. Mm-hmm. Accountability. Yep. Yeah, I know. What is it? Discovery stage. Oh, that's what it was called. That's what I meant to say. Discovery stage. <laughs> when you're discovering somebody and everything starts getting a little, uh, mm-hmm. people run automatically. Yep. I think that's the most beautiful mm-hmm. part. Yeah, discovering who they are, experiencing who they are, mm-hmm. and then if you can't handle that, communicate that. Right. I would say don't run, but I mean. To each his own. I mean, to each his own. I feel like peace and, and knowing what you can handle is, is important. So if you know this is something you don't want to deal with, um, at least the honesty and transparency gave you that option to make that choice. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, definitely. You know. And then. How do you feel about more women taking the first move? Eight out of ten. More women taking the first move as in like approaching a man? Yeah. Yeah, eight out of ten. No, I think sixty sixty percent are successful in that approach. I'm old school, so um, I'm a yeah. Anyway. I mean, that's cool, but I'm old school. I I am a firm believer that men are hunters, um, and the type of man that I want, I shouldn't have to approach him. So I one hundred percent disagree. For me and my lifestyle and what I want, I don't judge people, but. The type of marriage that I want, the future that I want, and the man that I want, I will not have to go to him first. So I disagree. Do you have a lot of men that want you to approach them? Yeah. Or chase them? Do I have a lot some of dude, men that... Some, some dudes, some boys. You, what was your question? I'm sorry. Do a lot of men want you to the, approach them? Like, they'll hint, but they won't make a move. Uh, Challenge. I feel like it's 50-50 because I do get approached a lot. And then there are a lot of men in there that don't approach me. And it's not like I'm not approachable. You know, I make sure, you know, smile, make eye contact, not in your phone and all that good stuff. So, um, you know, I make sure that I'm approachable. Now, why don't they approach? I just assume they're married and they're respecting their wives or something. I don't know. Um, Or they're in a relationship and they're respecting their girlfriend. But I never thought that they were waiting for me to approach them. So wait, are they all up in your face? No, they're not. And These are the men that don't approach me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just assuming they're in a relationship and that's why they're not approaching. Not because they're waiting for me to make the first move. Yeah, no, there's some there's some good dudes out there. I, I think a lot of us men have a bad rep based upon a select few. Yeah. 
and it affects the many and the masses. And I, I don't think that's how it should be, but you know, society does what it does. And it, and it's only and, like um, that because that select few are the ones most women are chasing. And that I don't exactly. understand or comprehend. I mean, I understand it, but I don't agree with it. Uh, I think it's the top 10% mm -hmm. of the same man. Cause usually they have multiple kids by different women. Like it's just wild. I started digging a little deeper on some other, on some other stuff Yeah. and boom, the whiskey's hitting too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> drinking water all day and dehydrated mm. cheers, cheers. Um, <laughs> what about that whole what is that will smith and jada thing uh damn what was that shit what was that word that she used jada smith uh she used a certain word phrase yeah let me see uh jada smith what was that word will smith in a situation, that wasn't situationship. <laughs> Somebody's probably yelling at the mic, like, yo, I know what it is. Mm -hmm. Dang. Well, basically, basically, it was like a situationship mm -hmm. with an old boy. That's supposedly trending too. Like, people don't mind being in something, but they don't mind talking to other people at the same time, which is the cookie jar whole thing. But and when you they're married? Date... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you date multiple people or one person at a time? Back then, we're talking about current destiny, right? Current destiny. Current destiny. Um, dating, I will do one at a time. But I guess if we're just like in that talking phase before we are like exclusively dating... I don't mind mm -hmm. accepting an offer from another date from another man. So I, I don't know if that's a yes or a no question. Like, let's say I meet Joe and we go on, we're planning to go on a date in two weeks. And then maybe a week later I meet Bill and Bill and I, he wants to take me out tomorrow. I mean, I'm still kind of like not committed to anyone. So yeah, is that yes to your question? I would initially. But when I start yeah, you're getting, still in the inter you know, interviewing phase. In the interviewing phase. There you go. And then, you know, when feelings are happening, that trust and transparency is going across the board. Um, I think it that that's on the person to make that conscious decision on whether they want to pursue that person alone and by themselves or continue being out here playing around. Yeah, I'm I was I'm open to it and I've I've done it. I've had women try to shut it down or or shut it down. Mm -hmm. Um because yeah, I'm getting to know multiple people, and I feel like she felt like it was competing. Which I mean, it it, uh, it yeah. is. I mean, I mean, it depends how you view it. I mean, right. everything's a competition in life. Right. And then she didn't like it, but other women were like, "You know, I'm open to it, but I'm only dating you, supposedly." Right. So I was like, "Okay, that's your choice, but this is what I'm doing. Right. I'm letting you know." Yep. Clear communication, because again, it is the interview phase. Like, I'm attracted to you, but I need to know your mindset and everything in depth and see how much substance we can uh, exactly we can actually do. So I think it just depends. And the dates get fewer and far in between as you get older and things change and the purpose for you dating has changed. Like for me, I feel like for me, dating with intention purpose is reserved for those who are making a concerted effort to find out if there's enough compatibility to sustain a healthy relationship. Which includes romantic love, um, excitement, getting along in a future together. So for me, there's no point in going on a date if that 
isn't going to happen or I don't see that happening. So, of course, you know, you have like the initial interview phase. I feel like I can eliminate or see those red flags and even yellow flags prior to the date. And I'm not about wasting my time. I'm not going on a date for a free meal or any thing like that. If we talk on the phone and I already see like what I just said, some of those things won't align with my future and what I need and want, then it's no point in going on a date. So I've just learned to listen to my first voice when it happens. So the first dates don't happen often. They don't get, make it that far. So. Damn, that's good, though, because I know a lot of people are like, how did I get here? Well, you saw the red flag. He shoots people. Exactly. Like, the, the, or he threatens to kill you. Like the one that one podcast dating in 2023 and you stay around. But whatever. Hey, yeah. each song. So, yeah, if you like being threatened, I guess it's a turn on or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, what about companionship? Do you think that's still a thing these days? Hmm. I think companionship is about teaming up and making plans together with a partner, um, decisions, supporting each other, making sacrifices. I guess I'm thinking of a lifelong companion. Yeah. I feel like I feel like people are often confused about the concept of companionship because I was about to go on a whole different rant that had nothing to do with companionship. But I, I will say in context of a relationship, I don't think people really know what that means or what that looks like. So I feel like some people are skeptical your best about friend, it. Basically. You said what? Basically your best friend. Yeah, yeah. Some people, they, yep, they value companionship. I feel like when people think companionship, they feel like the person is giving up on that, like, romantic notion that they see and that they want. And they would rather just settle for it, for just a companion than risk being alone. But I feel like companionship is about good company for the person you're choosing to spend your life with. Like you said, your best friends. Um you just don't love each other. You genuinely like each other and love spending time yeah. together. And that yeah. makes time for each other. I think what common shared values um, in just good and bad situations. So goals oh, in life, supporting each other um, and turning those goals into reality. So like yeah. you said, you hit it on the head. Friendship. Liking the yeah, person. I think just even the small things like eating together, planning things out, mm -hmm. uh, listening ear. I, I think th that person should be ultimately your best friend. Right. And, and that's why you should develop that whole talking phase to develop a friendship instead of just a relationship. Because sometimes when that title gets overhead and people start acting different, like, oh, you got to do this, that, that. Yeah, I mean, it comes with it's the nature of the beast. But at the same time, are, are they your friend? Can you trust them? Can you talk to them? Right. Are they supporting you? whatever you whatever your means that you want mm -hmm. and need but i think again we were a generation that rushes so that's few to none yeah and then too i guess to end it just being a team on all aspects all aspects of life you know if you are grateful enough or lucky enough to marry your companion you know from housework to how you plan to rear the children um, so even letting your hair down and having a good time. So I think yeah. that all plays a part. And like you said, that needs to be talked about, established, open communication, honesty, and transparency in those initial phases. So 
We just don't have that today. No, we don't have anything. I think everything's just rushed. It's are you gonna let me hit? Are you trying to have sex? I guess mostly for both men and women now, because both men and women do it. Yeah, both men and women do it. So it is challenging. It's very challenging. And um, even people on even men I don't associate with no more, they just would have a girl or main chick, and then they would move on to the next. I mean, again, if that's what they want to do, that's cool. I don't. Yeah. That's none of my business. I don't judge, mm-hmm. but I stay away from stuff like that because most of my boys, three of my boys are married and one isn't. So I keep it like that around the company. That's good. So it's five of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other one disappears a lot. Now, what about your friends? Are they all looking or married, single, or looking to married or anything? Yeah, my best friend of what, 16 years, she's uh, married. They've been married mm-hmm. since we were, I want to say 22. So yeah. about five years, six years. Um, my other friend, she lives in Houston. She is single um, and she desires marriage as well. So. Okay. Okay. Well, before we uh, wrap this up, is there anything you want to say to your friends, family, business, anything like that? Uh not really. I'm hoping that, you know, today's talk shed light on some of the topics we talked about. Um, yeah. A little bit about companionship and dating trends today. And for us folks that are looking for a real love, real connection, companionships, I think it's still out there. So I wouldn't say oh, definitely, yes. give up. It's out there. You just have to surround yourself around the right people and notice red flags when they come. Yeah, it's not six flags. It's red flags. Run. Mm-hmm. or walk or stumble whatever it may be <laughs> get, out, get out of there because it ain't gonna end good and you knew this before because oh boy because you know we all kind of got a type just run from it and if y'all want oh, advice I, I do help a little bit of people huh yes no when you said about the type thing that reminded me of a dating trend we didn't touch on have you heard of open casting so that's yeah, about thinking beyond our typical type while dating. So, you know, that fantasy type of person that you want to be with, they're trying to say date outside of your comfort zone, you know? Oh, Don't go sure. for the tall, dark, and handsome man, you know, that always screws you over. So that's a new date. Yeah. I can see that because social media started with that trend of Instagram models. So everybody wanted that big booty, small waist. And then I guess it started becoming fake. But I mean, whatever you like, I love. Yeah. And yeah, because I was sucked into that back in like 2016. I was like, mm. oh, there's a whole bunch of these women out here. I can, I can get this. Yeah. And then the women I was, that liked me, I didn't like them because I wanted this perfect, immaculate woman that I mean, maybe could have got, but it wasn't really a possibility at that time. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, no. I, I had a type. It was fit. Big booty, small waist, of course. Didn't matter what the face looked like, huh? No, it did. It did. It did. But I looked at that first, and then I switched it. I started looking at face over body. Because okay. I, mean, I, was, I was in fitness. I was heavy in fitness in 2016. Still kind of am. And I was like, she got to work out. She don't work out. She's for the streets. So now, <laughs> I know I was a savage. Young, naive. I get it. Mm. But I appreciate you joining me on uh, Enlighten Me. And uh, thank you. I appreciate you especially coming on here and doing a video. It's been a minute. I think it's been like two, three months since I did a video. So those who want to do a video, please hit me up. We can talk about whatever you want. 
Appreciate Thanks it. for having me. And that's enlightening me, of course. That's enlightening me. We're signing off. Take care now. Mm-mm-mm.